and welcome back to Pastor Plex Podcast. We are recording live from Austin, Texas with a special Asbury Revival update for all of our fans out there who want to know what is going on in Asbury. Yeah. And if you didn't know, I sent these three, Jacob Lawden, Nicole Super Trooper Troop, and Melanie McLemore to the site, to the site, to the scene, to the scene of the revival. And they spent a couple days there. And so with a first-hand account, I now have these amazing three. So, um, also, are shout you texting out to, somebody? What are you doing? No, I'm not. I'm looking. Oh, you're me. looking up that? Okay. okay. So I, I do want to know... <laughs> What happened? All right. Um, we also brought Drew Oberly. So. We did bring Drew. So, yes. Drew, way to go on going. Yes. All right. So, Jacob, let's talk about how you first heard about this revival and then what piqued your interest and then what got you there. Yeah. So, you know, it was kind of blowing up on a social media. Yeah. And Chris sent it my way and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this thing's really happening. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of taken back. Um, not the fact that, you know, students were worshiping Jesus in um, the auditorium at a Christian college, right? It's like, all right, yeah, other at a Christian college is kind of what happens. No, it's the fact that this had been going on for seven days straight by the time I saw it. And so, um, you know, Chris is like, man, y'all should go. And we're like, let's do it. Uh, so we rent a car and we go up there. And, <laughs> and like on the way up there, I'm like, is this thing still going to be going? Like, are we going to get there? And, and so a part of me, it was like, okay, I'm going to go up there and I'm just going to like walk around campus and look to like interview students and like figure out what happened. No, we got there and it was still going. Um, it, it was so cool. We we showed up at uh, 9.30 in the morning, grab some coffee, and we go to the campus, and we just see this massive line. I mean, it was— Like around the corner and down the street line. It was ridiculous. And upon seeing that, I'm like, oh, crap. This is going to suck. Like, we're just going to be standing in line the whole time. But no. It did not suck. It did not suck. And yes. we did not stand I mean, in line the whole raining. time. It sucked a little bit. And it did snow, so that you guys had yes, to. It did snow the second day. <clears throat> so you guys had to have to deal with some cold. So let, let's talk about some of the criticism that this revival is getting. Is just a bunch of emotionalism, and I'm watching the live stream of it now, and it's still students are jammed in there, and it's uh, before noon. So I guess actually twelve thirty. Twelve thirty there, so they can. And so it's filled. So it is filled, right? Yeah. So they they have more than just students there, so it's filled. But let's talk about some of the, the cool parts, um, some of the parts that you're like, huh? And I want to hear the skeptic's point of view. In fact, why don't we start with our skeptic? Yes. Yeah, That's me. Melanie's skeptic. So talk to us about like your, like when, when I sent you there, you're like. I hadn't really looked at it at all. Um, I saw you like posted an article in Slack. Yeah. And I didn't read it. Uh, why, why didn't you read it? Like everything I post should be just like mesmerizing. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I don't like to read articles. Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah, and so Chris calls me, 9 a.m. I have not left my house yet because I live five minutes away, so I think I can get here in zero minutes. Uh, and he says, hey, why don't you and Caleb go to this revival? Caleb said no, he had to work. Um, but this is my job, so I was like, hey, road trip, all right, sounds good. Um, and so what was your expectation going in? After, I so. don't know. Um, I I didn't didn't really think it was like super legitimate. I was kind of like, it's just you know, it's they're calling it a revival. We'll see when we get there. Okay, I don't really know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
All right, hold on. Pause on that. Yeah. What about you, Nicole? What was your thought going when you when you got the call from me and uh, you want to do something bonkers and you're like, you probably overheard Jacob and you're like, I guess I'm going. Well, so- okay. So first of all, <laughs> I was getting ready in the morning and Jacob called me, which never happens. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, wow, why is Jacob calling me? And then he was like, hey, can you lead young adults on Thursday? Chris asked me to go to Kentucky. And I was like, I mean... Yes, I can lead young adults, but Kentucky? Like, why Kentucky? And he's like, oh, that revival thing that's going on there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I can lead young adults. Hope you have a good time in Kentucky. And I got off the phone with Jacob, and I was like, man, I wonder if Chris would let me go to Kentucky with Jacob, because that would just be so cool. Oh, fine. And then you called me, and I was like, Chris, oh, my gosh, is calling me right after I just talked to Jacob. And then you were like, do you want to do something life-changing? <laughs> Are you going to ask me to go to Kentucky? And I was like, I'm not going to ask you to do anything. <laughs> but if the Lord is calling you, <laughs> I was just like, the Lord is calling me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because I really did feel that. Like yeah. there was like without a doubt in my mind, like, yeah, I'm going to Kentucky. Okay. And so well, that's exciting. All right. So then, all right. So, and then Jacob, what about you? You're just pumped. You're just kind of like, yeah, I was like, oh, let's go and do this. I'm going to go find other Christians who are on fire. I'm going to try to take them back to Austin, Texas and get them really wild. involved in like a missional, a young adults group to go change the world and Boom. share the gospel with everyone they see. Okay. I feel like you have these like really massive expectations that you vocalize all the time. And I'm just over here like, uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. But we'll see. Well, yeah, you got to shoot for the you know moon and get the stars, something like that. Yeah. All right. That's All right. right. <laughs> so talk to me then. But that's actually in reverse, right? Because the stars. Yeah, anyway. yeah. shoot for the stars, for the stars get still the moon. Get the moon right. so. But I think never. Mind. All right. So, <laughs> so Melanie, you you you're driving. Um, what was that car like? Did it smell after a little bit? It did. Um, because, like, I mean, you, the boys you, took their shoes off. Oh, that was a mistake. Somebody had some stinky feet. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, that happens. All right. You know, so, the, did you guys open windows? What did you guys do? No, it was raining. It so we it took eighteen hours to get there. It probably was like pouring rain for like sixteen of those, and the other two we were stopped in dead traffic. <laughs> uh, it wasn't raining when we were in Texas. Where, where was it? Started it? raining once well, we got. It out started of Texas. raining because it's God's country. But it started yes. raining in Arkansas. Uh, yeah. sinners. Nobody and that's also where the Texas traffic is at. God isn't crying over us. Right? You know, I had a way different take on this, man. Rain is God's <laughs> blessing on. God's on his blessing. people. Yeah. yeah. Duh. So that's God's blessing on your life. So how was driving the rain? Um, everyone thought bit? we were going to die. Really? Driving. Yeah, how yeah. many times did you go, oh my gosh, Melanie, did you say that? No, no. one said anything. Oh, except the- for Jacob once at like four in the morning. But to be fair, I was like flying around the curve next to a semi truck <laughs> in the pouring rain. So that was fair. Hey, I <laughs> slept most of the time while you were driving through the pouring rain. That was so. a really good well, really, a, lot a lot of trust. A lot of trust. Yeah. Trust. Or a lot of just like, hey, if we die, we die. Um, that's what Drew told me the next day. <laughs> you know, I really thought that that was going to be my last day here on earth. Right, but so, it was fine. All right. So you, after surviving the drive, you yes. show up in Asbury. You yes. go in. Were you uh, not? There was no room at the inn. There was no uh, room at the inn. Yeah. Literally, the Asbury Inn was full, and so we had to go to a different town yeah. and find a. Oh, where'd you end up going? The Derby Inn in Nicholasville. Oh, yeah. Nicholasville. So, yeah. right. There was room at that inn. So, how far away was that from Asbury? Like 10 minutes. 15 minutes. Okay, yeah. so you get, you finally drop off, you enter into the Hughes Auditorium or something yeah. like this. Yeah. And were you knocked over by the power of the Spirit? No, I don't know. I'm not a terribly emotional person, though, so that's where, like, I don't know if I just like 
was like expecting this big emotional thing and that's why I didn't really get it because like expecting the emotion makes it not really happen. Is that how you think, feel like a lot about life? I don't life? think yes. emotional <laughs> equals... If I expect to cry about something, I don't. I don't so. think emotional equals Holy Spirit encounter. I, yes. And so, I would agree with that, but I don't know. It was like, it was an awesome worship experience. Like it was really cool. I but was I mean, talk to me about sleep, like but. the worship experience because here, you know, we definitely need to have some, a little bit of haze. We need a little light action. We definitely need some sweet uh, musicians up here because we're in Austin, Texas because anything less would be very distracting. But when you get there, we're, we're, we're with all the distraction of all the other people and no haze and no screen, words on screen to focus your worship. How did you do it? Um, I mean, it, there were like, what, like a thousand people in there? Yeah. Just all singing. So that was, I mean, it was pretty cool. So there was, and did they have words on, how did they know no the words word? on the screen? Just like, I think when we got there, it was just like one dude on a microphone. And what yeah, did the, what did the one, guitar. with a guitar going like, hey, we're going to. it was not a great microphone. And was he like, hey, um, I'm going to look up on my phone for the chord chart. No, Hold on. He no, just like he was just, it. he was just playing straight just through. Standing. Like there weren't really any pauses between songs. Like even after like, him, there was a different, there was a group bridges. of like three people that came up and were leading worship then. Like they yeah. would trade it off and like. Okay. So you so definitely, like really cool. you weren't. Like, it, you were thinking, oh, this is a good worship service. This is almost like Wells Branch Community Church. <laughs> With a lot more people. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, we don't okay. have a thousand people here on a Sunday. Yet. Yeah. All right, so, um, so Nicole, your experience walking in. Um, I was dead tired the entire first day that we were there. And so, I like... I think I just was able to like take it in with a very like sober, tired mind. And um, I didn't really like have a whole lot of thoughts while I was there. I was mostly like just experiencing it. And the, the really powerful part of this to me was that like all the lights were on. There were no, there was no light show there was no haze. There was no giant band. There were no screens with lyrics. It was just a bunch of believers praising and worshiping God yeah. for the entire day. Like there was no, like sometimes when you go to like conferences and stuff or retreats, like, yeah, like a breakout. You, you pause and then you like, you know, someone talks or whatever. And there were people who like shared scripture or shared testimonies, but those parts were very brief and it was a lot of just like prayer and, and praise and worshiping. So when you got back, you told me that like, and this was the part that I thought was pretty awesome. The anxiety was gone. Zero. Because like you are, um, not to be negative, but you, you kind of struggle with anxiety. Uh, yeah. Like a lot. Like all the time. Uh, and, and which makes you a really great admin. Does that mean you're not going to really do things anymore because you won't have any anxiety about not coming through? And no, no, kill? I'll do things. Oh, that's really great. You just won't have anxiety. I just won't have anxiety, yeah. That's amazing. Okay, so talk to me about the, how, when did, did you feel it released? Did you, I mean like, this is the part where I don't, like, Take I didn't, me there. How do like, you not have anxiety anymore? Okay, so like spontaneous things in general give me a lot of anxiety. Like <laughs> I like to have a plan. But like the entire time, like we were on this trip, the entire time I was like, well, I guess I'll find a rental car and I found one. And then Jacob was freaking out because like, where are we going to stay? And I'm like, we'll figure it out when we get there. You said that? I said that. <laughs> wow, that's Jacob's line. Yeah, Jacob was like, I'm going to go on. I'm going to like find a hotel. And I'm like, eh. Well, let's just worry about it when we get there, you know? That's wild. And we'll find a place. Yeah, and we did. Yeah. So hold on, hold on. Like, so that's different. 
That happened before you got to Asbury. I know. It wasn't like it was So it was almost like the pilgrimage to Asbury was the start of this like it's Holy the Spirit entire experience, experience for you. The entire experience. Yeah, okay. So honestly, that was like the best part of the experience for me. <laughs> the road trip? The road trip. We so okay. So we stopped in this like completely dead traffic, midnight. Um and why, just, why was it midnight dead traffic? A well, semi-truck got ripped in half. Yeah, oh, my God. It was 9.30 okay, east of Little Rock. And it took them about five hours to get it off the road. Two. And we got there. Well, we got there oh. at the at, at the third hour, yeah. at the start of the third hour. Well, or the end of the third hour. Get killed. Yeah. yeah. We were surrounded by semis. So, uh, you know, it was very sure likely. Were. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. like, as we're stopping, Jeez. we had, like, just started, like, praying and worshiping. And it was, like, really cool. And we stopped, and I was like, let's just, let's keep this thing going. This is awesome. Made it about 15 minutes, and then we realized we were never going to move, and um, got less fun after that, but <laughs> played some road trip games. So did anybody Gosh. get, okay, so at your, okay, so. But so you, anyway, yes. up until that point yeah, where I realized point. we were not stopping. Right. Like the best thing ever. Okay, interesting. All right, so you have, you're anxiety free. Are you still anxiety free? For, yeah, for the most part. There are times when I like feel it welling up again, and then I, but I'm able to like stop myself and be like, why am I feeling this way? And then realize that I'm freaking out over inconsequential. That's wild because I, I think every, uh, there's a lot of men out there with wives that would love for you to talk to them. Anyway, um, <laughs> not mine in particular, of course, but like others. So, Jacob, what about you? So, the, so Nicole's now anxiety free. Was there any sort of thing that you experienced because you went to this revival? Yeah. So, Something that I kind of, so reading an article, um, I realized that people are coming to this thing spontaneously from all over the nation. Right. Um, and so I'm going into this thing like, all right, something's going on. God is moving. I don't know what's going to happen. I was actually super anxious going into it. I was like, am I going here to like recruit people or <laughs> yeah, open air preach? Down a lot. <laughs> or am I going here to just, uh, worship and just have this, and and so I there was this a duality of am I going to be ministered to or am I going to minister? Yeah, and um, you know, eventually came to the conclusion it's a bit of both, and whatever happens happens. Um, praise God for it all. And so the journey there was great. Just got to like hear each other's stories a bit, um, and yeah, just prayed together and and worshipped. Um, it was beautiful. And then we get there and instantly I'm, I was taken back. I was like, yes, like this is everything that we thought it was going to be. There's like this ridiculously long line. Uh, it's like freezing cold and like raining and it's not stopped a soul from being here. Yeah. Uh, and so we get out and um, the plan was kind of show up and just start open air, uh, uh, open air preaching because everyone's just so on fire for yeah, Jesus let, and they want it. Do it. And so that's exactly what we did. Um, and oh, you then, did that. yeah, yeah, we that's exactly that. what I, I did. Yeah. And then called people <laughs> to come up to be prayed over, confess, and repent. And two people came up to me. Yeah. Two people came up to me. And so this guy named uh, uh, Jason, he's, he's a firefighter from South Carolina. He comes up to me and he just starts confessing, confessing, no, confessing. Awesome, and he's like, bro. man, like I just came here. Like I'm a firefighter from North, from South Carolina. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm here for as long as, as I can be here. Um, and dude, life's just been really rough. And I had a chance to pray over him. And, um, in in so like a, later we had had gone in. So his story was that he, he was a he was a firefighter, 
and he wanted to repent. What was he repenting for? Yeah, man, just sexual sin. He he just said, man, the spirit of Jezebel was upon him, and he had just been struggling with uh, sex outside of marriage, a pornography, lust, and it had just been beating him down to the core. And, and he, he you preach just, the gospel, or you pray the gospel over him. Yeah, and I and I prayed the gospel over him that Jesus Christ had come and died for all of those sins that he committed, and that uh, healing is currently happening. So I walked wow. him through James five sixteen. Way to go, man! And it was really cool though. So so, so like then we oh, all encouraged. get let into the the auditorium because after seven days. Um, the faculty had kind of stepped in and like organized a, a, some things. And so students were in there in the morning. It was only students. And yeah, then and they were trying to kind of keep it a student. Well, the thing, the right? fire marshal had showed up the day before and was like, Hey, you guys need to take a break, shut it down. And that's, that's why that oh. happened. And so from 1am to midnight, they allowed only students. No, sorry. 1am to noon the next day. Only they students. only students, and then they started letting the public back in at noon. Got it. So that's when we got well, in. Do you this know why they, they chose those through. hours? Like, was that like when the fire department? I think was on it's duty? just when they showed up. I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't know. that's interesting. Oh, like you it's better. Probably, you'd have fewer people there anyway, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but, but but I love the fact that they, they the students kept worshiping through the night. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that hasn't stopped. And I'm watching the live stream right now, and it's young, old. There's people crying their brains out. People There's were people... there with their, like, kids. Yeah. Like, f- whole families. Yeah. Old people. Yeah. Like, it was a very, like, diverse group of of people that were there. Yeah, I met a guy who, it was just a man with his daughter, like a nine-year-old girl, and they had come from Alabama, from Huntsville, Alabama, and he he just came for healing. He just dropped everything. He brought his daughter and he came for healing wait, 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 for dude, him. What? And his daughter, what was the healing for? Yeah, so for him, uh, it, it was... He was actually a pastor. Oh, wow. Um, and who had just been struggling with like drugs again. So for oh. him, it was that. But then for his, his daughter, she's had uh, swollen lymph nodes for three years straight. And so he brought her for healing as well. And so me and another a gentleman had the privilege to pray over them. Um, and so there's just people praying okay, over people. So you people can't just say we were praying and- over them and we just left. What happened to the girl? Yeah, we don't, I don't know. I have his phone number. I still have to call him call and follow him up with right him. Now. I want, All right, let's see if Bo just At least text him. Like, how is she better? Or what, what's going on? Like, this is the part where we can't, like, just, you know, have some incredible God experiences and we don't follow up. And this is too big. I'm watching it right now. The the, the place is jammed. And I, when you guys sent me pictures, it was about as full as this. You guys were up in the, the balcony. Yeah, we were like right up here. Yeah, how'd that feel being in the balcony? Did oh, you, it was awesome. Yeah, it was it so good. Kind of made you want to have a balcony at our church. <laughs> no, I think a balcony is great if you need the need space one. For okay. People. Yeah, you got to be able to fill the balcony for the balcony to be great. Okay, yes. well that Otherwise, clearly <laughs> that's true. All right, yeah, I would hide up there, I would hide up there too. Yeah. I like going up those places and just yeah. being like, I'm gonna be in my own recluse. So, yes. so when I got home, I I looked up. Like, because I was a little bit confused. I looked up revival, and mm-hmm. I discovered that revival refers spirit specifically to spiritual reawakening in the life of a believer. Right. Mm. And and then awakening is when it like oozes out into the rest of the community, mm-hmm. and like people who weren't believers become believers and stuff like that. Right. So I, that was really helpful for me to kind of like really think about like, is this 
is this revival? Yeah. I and mean, I believe that it is. I, I think it is. I, I totally think it is. Um, I haven't heard that. I apparently was getting those mixed up. So that helps. It does yeah, help. But, so the Great yeah. Awakening, the first Great Awakening is the Jonathan Edwards realm yeah. of like, you know, oh gosh, 1730, like 1750 or something like that. And that was that was right before the um, Revolutionary War. And then ironically, the second Great Awakening of the United States was in the 1830s-ish. And that's when it was, you know, came before the Civil War. So I don't know if this means we're about to have a war, uh, but it, it, it said awakening and revival are different things. So. Right. So those are awakenings. And these are, so the revivals, there are several revivals that I know that are famous, like the Welsh revival, like 1904, 1905. That was a big one. Um, and usually they're, and this is what's strange about revival. They're not usually our stream. And what I mean by stream is we're a Bible church. And so in general, we are Melanie and we look at everything as skeptically. I'm like, nah, but, uh, I've sort of, um, given up on on that aspect. It's just as a pastor, I'm just like, I want to expect God to do great things and why would he not do amazing things? But in general, the revivals are really usually led off or start off by the charismatic people um, who the criticism of them usually is they don't know God's word very well, but they sure have a whole lot of spirit. And, um, and so I've been like, you know what? I'd rather err on, on, on being excited about what God might be doing as opposed to be sort of over there in the corner going, nah, that's not God. And then miss out. Yeah. Well, and like, I, I talked to Leah about this, um, Mm -hmm. the other day and she, she made a really good point. I thought like, because in the past, when revivals and awakenings have happened, especially if you want to go all the way back to the first and second great awakening, um, you know, like the, the news of those events spread via word of mouth. Right. You know, which like anything that's not legitimate isn't going to spread uh-huh. via word of mouth. But like now in this day and age with social media, like this revival is is spreading so quickly because like the news of it is spreading so quickly because of the internet. Right. And we are so conditioned to question everything that we see on the internet and social media that right. that creates a lot more skepticism right. about everything that's going on. Right. And I thought that that was a really great point that she made and I was like I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to go in person right. because I'm definitely one of those people to be like ha- like hold things with a lot like great skepticism you know um, and, and to, to the to point of like the administration got involved and probably the fire marshal as well and they really regulated it which is really great and here's why that is great the spirit is always under the prophet's control is, is from 1 Corinthians uh, 14. Uh, just talking about how orderly worship. And so yeah. you need orderly worship. And so I think what happens for a lot of us sometimes is we don't have orderly worship and that's where the charismatic craziness can go. And you're just like, okay, whatever. But what, from what I've heard from you and what I watch here, there is times where they... They're not just constantly singing. There isn't somebody with a microphone just saying a whole bunch of wazoo craziness. It, it's somebody going on, calling people to read into a vile verse, calling people to repent. People are repenting. People are giving a brief testimony. Hey, I came here from wherever and God is changing my life. And so I get really encouraged by that. And um, what do you think from, uh, from your guys' perspective, what would it take for us to experience revival here in Austin, Texas? Someone's got to start off and repent. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it also just like, like, like open up your heart to the possibility of that. Right. You know, like, 
I think that was the biggest thing for me going into this was that I had zero expectations. Right. I had no idea what was going to happen. I had no idea if it was going to be going on still. And I didn't really care. Good. You know, it, like either way, like, like God was calling me to travel across the country in three days. And, and I was just going with it. Well, here's what I do know. I think there, what is happening in Asbury is something that's been uh, simmering. Yeah. And what has happened is just, it exploded there, but it's, it's at our church. I mean, we baptized three people in January. We'll be baptizing four people total in February. We have three people yet to be baptized in March. And so that is pretty great, you know, excitement of the gospel movement. Yeah. And so what I think that means is that God is doing something uh, uh, through the country. And I feel like that's why it's part, it's so important to be a part of a house of worship, a church that's kind of going for it. That isn't, I'm not, not saying we all need to go to Asbury, but man, I think the pilgrimage definitely did something really good for you guys. For sure. And the aspect of worship um, is is really incredible. And we just got a report from uh, our guy about his daughter's lymph nodes. So Jacob, tell us what he's saying. He said that she is doing amazing, which just blows my mind. I mean, they were so downtrodden. This has been an issue. It's been going on for three consecutive years. And now all of a sudden, he tells me that her lymph nodes are doing amazing. Yeah. So that's really there cool. you go. I mean, I, again, this is a part where healing, granted, listen, we've seen healing at our church. We've experienced that. We've seen healing obviously here. And so God is doing a work here. And I don't want to, again, I don't want to create emotionalism. I just want us to go, did God do stuff in the past? Yes or no? Did he part the Red Sea? Did he stop the Jordan River? Did he... Um, stop the sun in the middle of the sky? Yeah, did, I mean, did he really do all that? Did he create um, the universe ad ni- or ex nihilo, which, which just means from nothing, ex nihilo? Did he come from nothing? And so I think that's the part where we go, can God do it? Yes, he can. And will he do it? I think he will. And Absolutely. so I, I think that's the part where I want us all to sort of lean into as, as we're sort of engaging this. And I can't wait to, to hear more from uh, Jacob on, on your guy out there. Anything more? Yeah, he said she's doing really well and they just want to make sure that this continues. And so they're going to go ahead and take out her, her tonsils in the next couple of weeks and then that should take care of everything. Um, she's been going through this her whole life, he says, but Bo has faith that this is it. And he's just so thankful that they finally figured it out. That's wow. awesome. And by figuring it out, just trust in Jesus, which is wild. Amen. Yeah. All right. So I, I think that's the part where I, I, I want to say like what we saw or what, sorry, what I saw through your eyes uh, was a, a spirit-led, controlled environment where it didn't get charismatic crazy. It, it brought people back to repentance. It did, it did bring us back to Jesus being Lord of all. And I think that's what really excites me. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for going. And if you got any questions and you want to talk revival, text us 737-231-0605. We would love to hear from you. And we would love to connect with you. And and, and if you're wanting to go yeah. on a guided tour back to uh, Asbury with one of the Fantastic Four, we will make that happen for you. Just... Uh, you can find us at pastorpleck.com or just text us and say, hey, I'm in on the next time you're heading to Asbury. All right, so thank you so much for listening. From our house to yours, have an awesome week of worship.